0: Hello again, welcome back. In the last episode, I told you that when I got home, I discovered a letter from my friend in France. It took only nine days to receive a reply from Pascal, and that was a pretty fast turnaround. Inside the envelope was a handwritten letter and a black and white photo postcard of the interior of a 1970s café in Paris. The letter was written in French on pastel-coloured lavender-blue paper which matched the colour of the envelope. Pascal had used small cursive handwriting as well as an advanced French vocabulary. A non-French speaker wouldn't have been able to understand the letter and unfortunately I was a non-French speaker so I was going to have to translate it myself and I could see that it was going to be a challenge. Back in those days, we didn't have Google translate, everything had to be done by hand. I had to translate every single word in the letter, one by one, and also work out which verb was being used. For example, was he saying, I am, or I was, or I will? I'm sure you language learners know exactly what I'm talking about. The next day, after receiving the letter, I went to the library straight after work and embarked on a very lengthy session of translating the letter using a French to English dictionary. The French language presents many challenges in translation. It's not so easy to make it fit into an English context. For example, French is a longer language. It will usually have more words than the same sentence written in English. Also, there are many variations in the word order that simply don't make sense in English syntax. For example, here's a sentence. It was the film, The best I have seen. Now that sentence sounds wrong in English grammar, but makes perfect sense when directly translated into French and don't get me started on the verbs. There are at least six different spellings for each verb tense in French, which can be confusing. When you combine all of these factors with the fact that I was also trying to translate the language using my schoolboy French, then you can see how hard it was for me. It was a very slow and arduous process. I stayed up late, laboring on the translation. I felt like I was doing a punishing school assignment. But strangely, I also enjoyed it because the reward at the end was that I would know what Pascal had written in the letter. So I persevered. Fast forward a day or two, and I had finally translated all of the letter. Well, as best I could. As I said, the first translation of the letter was done in 1990, using my schoolboy French and the assistance of a French to English dictionary. Back then, I think I was able to grasp the main points in the letter. So, here's what I thought it said. Pascal wrote about a café in Paris, presumably the place where he was writing the letter. He described what he could see inside the café as well as the street scene through the window. His letter seemed poetic and had an air of melancholy to it. He wrote about not believing in love or that love didn't really exist. I asked myself why he wrote that. In his letter, he claimed to be seeking something intellectual rather than sexual. I wondered whether there was an implied message behind those words. Then he wrote down the conjugation of the verb to love, listing all of the tenses. If he didn't believe in love, why had he chosen to conjugate that verb? However, one good thing I understood in the letter was that he was very happy for me to go back to Paris and stay in his apartment, which was great. From the letter, I didn't get a sense that Pascal had made a strong connection with me. I suppose that he was just seeking a friend, an intellectual one at that, so that put me well out of the competition then. Joking aside, it wasn't surprising that he didn't feel a strong connection to me, because at the end of the day, I was virginal on the gay scene and didn't have a whole lot of depth when it came to affairs of the heart. Besides, Sex doesn't always bring people closer, so what more could I have expected? I imagined that he took my enthusiasm for him as a mere personal whim, something that amused him. Still, it was nice that he bothered to respond to me. As a footnote in his letter, Pascal wrote in English, I feel so good with you. I took that statement with skepticism. but. I was still optimistic and exhilarated by the letter. I wanted to gain as much as I could from this new friendship for as long as it could last. It's now 2019. Many years have passed since I received that first letter from Pascal. I kept the letter for all that time. Throughout the years, I'd always hoped that one day I could find a native French speaker who could translate the letter for me so that I could properly understand what was written inside it. That day came when my French-speaking friend kindly translated the letters for me. It was a special moment when I heard the translated letters read aloud. It was like finally opening up a curiosity box that had been locked for many years. As I said previously, I was so excited to receive this letter from Pascal all those years ago, and I laboured long and hard to get it translated. Here is that very letter now properly translated into English by my friend. The question is, did I translate it correctly in 1990? You be the judge.
1: Saturday, the 3rd of March, a cafe, a chair, a table. Nobody is in a cafe. A Saturday in March, Paris, the French capital. Montmartre, Beaubourg and Bastille at the end of the afternoon. Paris seems empty without you. I waited impatiently for your letter. This morning, like every day, I opened my letterbox and found an envelope with a British stamp. My heartbeat started to quicken. What could be in this envelope? or bad news. I was afraid that it was only to thank me for the guided tour of Paris. But no, they were the words I was waiting for. I have to say that everything had changed for me on that Sunday in February. I met you in a nightclub early morning. I didn't expect anything from this encounter except for spending some time with you. Then it was the hotel. The first words exchanged your body. Then a walk in the rain in the Paris that I love. There something came to me. Feelings that I didn't feel for a long time. Slowly but surely I was falling for you. I know that for you love doesn't exist. Therefore I kept this feeling for myself like a secret that I couldn't reveal. The hours spent with you seemed like a dream. But the dream had an end. A goodbye A farewell closed this day. I was sad about our separation. Oh, there is a friend at the door. I stopped writing. Sunday, the 4th of March. I didn't go out dancing. I didn't want to. I spent my weekend with friends. You were in my thoughts. A week flew by. I'm afraid that you've already forgotten me. Even this being the case, you will always be welcome at home in Paris if you ever decide to come back to France. I can't stop to read and read your letter again. It's only the second time I've received that kind of letter. I want to see you, to listen to you. I know it's impossible. If you decide to reply to me, talk about yourself, about what you like and don't like, about what you're looking for in life, I would like to know you better. I read in my horoscope that I should meet someone and that this relationship would be first intellectual before becoming sexual. I hope that it will be you. Anyway, I will see. I stopped
0: talking about us and will give you your first French lesson. Pascal listed the conjugations of the French verb aimer, to love, showing the present, future, past, and imperfect tenses. You love. He loves, she loves,
1: we love, they love, I love, you love. End of the first lesson, am I a good teacher? The night is falling on Paris, Bastille Café is empty, no sign of its occupants, only their shadows are still playing with the last rays of sunshine, they will also disappear soon. So, end. With love, kiss, kiss. See you soon. Goodbye.
0: I feel so good with you.